We learned this week that a zoo in China is absolutely not, and they could scarcely have been more emphatic on this point, engaging people to dress up as bears. Ooh, I can't wait to see where this goes. Interesting. Okay. Tell me Let's more. Let's see where this goes. We learned that the zoo in Hangzhou had found itself having to issue a statement to this effect to combat online rumours launched by a video of one of its sun bears, in which the creature in question was shown to be standing upright and gesturing to passers-by in a manner which might even have been interpreted as vexation with what did very much look like an ill-fitting bear costume, visibly loose and wrinkled circa the top of the trousers. That is, yes, the somewhat unimpressive sound of an irritated sunbear, which we irritated specifically for this monologue. This is why we weren't here last Friday. Don't ever say we don't go the extra mile in the service of leaden satirical whimsy. Anyway, we learned via Hangzhou Zhu's explanation that this is all quite normal sunbear stuff, though this is of course what they would say if they'd been rumbled dressing in turns up as exhibits. We learned further that the sunbear, or Helactos melanus, is the world's smallest bear. And that the baggy skin of the sunbear is actually a defensive measure, enabling the sunbear a measure of manoeuvrability when set upon by larger predators. Oh my oh, wow. Oh my goodness. Is that true? Really? Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That's fascinating. We also learned when we looked it up that Hangzhou is one of that hefty cohort of Chinese cities which nobody has ever heard of, despite it being bigger than Madrid, Houston, Miami, Toronto, Singapore, or St. Petersburg, and frankly are beginning to suspect them of attention seeking, though it's obviously preferable that they do this rather than leaking a virus out of their lab. Anyway, sticking with the subject of unconvincing apparitions making guttural noises and vaguely human gestures in ill-fitting outfits... I did everything right and they indicted me. We learned that the book had been flung once again at former and perhaps who knows future US President Donald Trump. We learned that in addition to everything else, do we have a sound of like a scroll being unraveled? Would go well here. Honestly amazing that we didn't get any nominations at the British Podcast Awards this year. We learned that in addition to everything else... Righto, don't oversell it. Actually, you know what? Do oversell it. Those British podcast awards yahoos wouldn't know quality if it came with the sound effect of a scroll being unravelled. So we learned that, in addition to everything else, Trump now finds himself on the hook for four more charges pertaining to his attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election, which he lost like a big loser who loses things. <laughs> and we learned that he had received the news of this latest indictment with characteristic equanimity, as will now be read by Monocle's completely normal press releases desk chief, Fernando Augusto Pacheco. 
the lawlessness of these persecutions is reminiscent of Nazi Germany in the 30s, the former Soviet Union and other authoritarian dictatorial regimes. There is nothing like an astute, well-informed historical perspective, and that is nothing like an astute, well-informed historical perspective. But we learned from the text of the indictment that at least one of Trump's advisers remains in periodic contact with verifiable reality, as demonstrated by an email from said flunky contained in the indictment concerning the merriment bought to America's judges by Trump's hapless lawyers, as will now be read by Monocle's hapless lawyers desk chief, Alex Masoras. When our research and campaign legal team can't back up any of the claims made by our elite strike force legal team, you can see why we're zero for 32 on our cases. I'll obviously hustle to help on all fronts, but it's tough to own any of this when it's all just conspiracy shit beamed down from the mothership. Extra marks for the obvious sarcasm with which Elite Strike Force legal team was capitalised in the email. But... We learned that while Trump can still at least claim that he is pursued by worthy and significant enemies, this consolation is not available to every unemployed populist blowhard. For we learned that Boris Johnson, increasingly former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, finds himself beset by... Newts. We learned that Johnson, who recently left Parliament a short step ahead of being thrown out of it, had recently taken ownership of a hefty 17th century manor in Oxfordshire, to which, we learned, he proposed to add a swimming pool in which to unwind after years of tireless, diligent labour in the service of his constituency, wherever it was. However, we and he learned that his plans have been thwarted by the presence on his property of great crested newts, a protected species. To be clear, it is not the newts themselves that have conspired to scupper Johnson's plans, but council officials acting on their behalf. One hopes at least as much out of malice as duty. We learned, therefore, that even in exile from Westminster, Johnson's delirious visions of frolicking in eternal sunshine remain amusingly beleaguered by reality and bureaucracy. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Mullet.